welcome back to GNT, the only podcast where we spill the tea on all things gin, tea, and other eyes beverage related. Uh, I'm your host, Sophie, and I am here with me, Craig. Hello. Hello. Yes, I can't believe we've uh, got to episode three. Um, you've just got Craig and I today. We're going to have guests, I think, every other week, and then we can have a little chat and give you some knowledge in between. So, um, yeah, we'll be good. Um, I can't really ask you gin or tea this time, Craig. We've had that conversation before, haven't we? Yeah, I guess you could ask me and then I could see if my answer is still the same because it depends really on how, how stressful the week's been. But no, I'm afraid it is still tea. We could go and go with the other question of tea or coffee. Oh, oh, how dare you? Um, oh, I, uh, uh, that's too impossible for me to answer. What about you, you? you can't pick. Um, I think I think I'd probably... It's quite hard because I like my coffee in the morning and then I like an afternoon, like kind of a late morning tea. I usually have like a breakfast tea late morning and then I have a mid-afternoon coffee because um, I've got the pot. I think we, we mentioned that I've got the pot which um, kind of makes the coffee. So it, you put the cold water, you put the coffee grinds in and then you kind of boil it and it goes up. I can't remember what it's called as a thing. Do you know what it is? Percolation. Percolation. There we, there we go. But that's my cool little Christmassy thing I got. And that that's nice because you get really nice coffee from it. It's really nice and concentrated and I feel a bit lost about that. So maybe I'd pick coffee over tea just, but it's hard. It's hard. It's a hard one. Yeah. So we, we can't force you to pick between them then. Mm, no. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll move swiftly on from that. Um, I, I won't put people through that again because um, some people like one, some people like the other, and you like both. Would you pick both over gin? Ooh. Uh, yes, I think that's an easy question. Yeah, I would. I would definitely take tea or coffee, tea and coffee. Sometimes, if I've had a cup of, I shouldn't really be admitting to these horrific uh, lifestyle ha- uh, choices I make, but sometimes when I have. You know, I'll take a cup, a mug or something out of the cupboard and I'll use it for the whole day without washing it in between. I don't think that's disgusting. Okay. Um. Yeah, it depends. Like some people reuse them. I, my dishwasher gets full of like mugs. I have so many mugs and I use one. I'm like, oh, it's done. In the dishwasher it goes. Oh, the next one. In the dishwasher it goes. And my dishwasher just full of mugs. And I'm like, "Mm, I'm running low. Maybe I should put the dishwasher on. I, um... So, so sometimes I'll have made a cup of tea, for example, uh, and I'll have drunk most of it. There might just be a little dreg in the bottom. That's actually something you learn when you drink lots of coffee is not to quite finish <laughs> your cup. Because yep. or... it's always a little <laughs> bit left and that's what stains the cup. Yeah. And that's why I get a clean cup because tea and coffee is always yeah. like a little rim at the bottom. And you're like, this is not nice. Yeah. So I'm going to put you away. But um, so sometimes, so forgetting that I've had tea, I'll then leave a little bit in the bottom of the cup. I do it all the time. And my partner, uh, she's constantly shouting at me. He's like, you've not even finished all your tea or you've not even finished all your coffee. But she's been caught out a couple of times where she's finished the cup of coffee and she's <laughs> then got a mouthful of like brain. But anyway, so uh, I'll still have a little bit of tea still left in the cup and then I'll make a coffee and I'll pour the coffee into it. And I've, uh, I call it toffee. Like tea coffee, toffee. Yeah, okay. I, I wonder if it tastes like actual toffee, but no, okay. It, it just so tastes like coffee. <laughs> coffee overpowers the tea, absolutely. Well, you can't really have it the other way because it just sounds like coffee because you take the back of tea. <laughs> <laughs> 
works. So it's either coffee or toffee. Yeah. yeah. Or, or toffee fee. That reminds me of that. That's sweet. Oh, I love so. those sweets. They're my favourite. My grand buys them uh, for me as a treat and I absolutely love them. And I'll sit and eat a whole box in a second. Oh, oh. yeah. I'm not a biggest fan. I'll eat maybe one or two and then, then we're good. But I think this is not about toffee or... <laughs> Toffee fee. It is about tea because I'm quite conscious we have a tea and it's going to get cold because that's the other yeah. thing. You drink half your tea, you leave it somewhere, you come back, it's cold. Would you microwave your tea? No, because I'm one of these peculiar creatures who actually really enjoys drinking cold tea. That I did not realise. I, I wouldn't A, microwave and B, drink it cold. I'd just make another one. No, cold tea is so refreshing, especially if it's been not just sat for an hour or two, but like sat for most of the day and it's stone cold. And when you drink it and even like a milky tea, because not like I don't mean milky, but I mean a tea with milk in it because I don't like milky anything. But um, oh, it's so refreshing. And all those kind of spicy sort of earthy flavors come out in the tea. It's sort of, I don't know, diffuse, it's, what's the word? Infuses more or something with the milk. Oh, I love it. And because I'm a gardener, I have cups of tea or cups of coffee sat about four or five of them sitting about the garden and I'll just pick one up and drink it and move on to the next one because I keep making a cup and putting it down and forgetting about it. You should do like a tea trail as one of the garden visits and you've just left all your teas and people can go pick up a different kind of tea as they go round almost, you know, when we're in a safe environment where you can do that again. But yeah, have tea trails at Craig. Tea tales. Um, Detail. Oh, you've given yeah, me an idea. New idea. You've given me an idea. Yeah. Look out on the estate's <laughs> blog. You'll find out more about tea tales with Craig. <laughs> well, we could call this tea tales with Craig. So this is tea tales because I ramble on for too long, and I guess this is probably the point where I'm looking at my um, laptop's battery dribbling down to quite low, and I haven't got the charger. So, shall we move on? We shall. We shall. So we've got. Well, I'll let you introduce the tea, but I have also bought it so I can try it for the first time ever with you and tell you how I feel. So you've not tried it yet? No, I can smell it. It's, it's yes. like, okay. like I can, I'm, I've got my cup quite far away from my nose. I can smell it across the room. This, this, this tea <laughs> is strong. And I decided if I don't like it, I'm sending you the box because it was not cheap <laughs> and they only had Twinings version of it. There's a reason for that. So let me introduce the Lady Grey. So Lady Grey is a Twinings invented tea. It was created by Twinings. It's a trademark to uh, Twinings. They invented okay. it in, in, the 1990, in 1990, actually. So that's why you don't really see it in any other brand. You do sometimes see like a shop's own brand version of it. But the true... Um, and we don't like to advocate uh, brand plugs or anything like that. But genuinely, this one is a, t a Twinings tea. And if you're wanting an authentic Lady Grey, you have to buy Twinings because they invented it. They came up with the concept. So it was invented in the 90s um, to be sold to no Nordic countries. And Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And because uh, they didn't like the... It, so it's it's sort of parent tea is the famous Earl Grey, yeah, which is extremely pungent, really strong. I I personally don't like Earl Grey tea. Me neither. Um, it's just horrible. But a lot of people do. But in Norway, in the Nordic countries, I should say, they don't like the strength of Earl Grey tea. So Twinings, as a kind of clever branding and marketing and sales thing, 
invented Lady Grey, which has got basically the same components of Earl Grey, same flavour, sort of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Flavour, aromas. aromas and characteristics as an Earl Grey, but it's much less strong. And it's also got okay. the addition of lemon peel and orange peel into it as well. So the main flavours of uh, Lady Grey are black tea, uh, orange peel, lemon peel, and the wonderful and the smell that you're getting, the taste we're about to enjoy, <laughs> bergamot. Debatable. Yeah, bergamot. Oh, okay, that's what it is. I can smell the citrus. I've got the orange. I've got this lemon. And I was like, there's something else, and I don't know what it is, but it's nice to know it's bergamot. But I was going to say, like, when it's called Lady Grey Tea, it reminds me because of where I grew up in England of Lady Jane Grey, the, the Tudor queen who was on the throne for nine days because one of my favourite parks is the park where the Grey family grew up. And um, that's all I can think of when you say Lady Grey. I thought maybe there was a connection there, but that's in my head when you hear I hear that. That's what I think of. Yeah, so. no, there's not a connection, actually. Uh, Lady Grey is named after the wife of the second Earl Grey, Charles Grey, who is the, 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 who, the, who the tea is named after. So it was his wife. It's just another little bit of marketing. Okay. I wonder then if they maybe down the line they're still related to the Grey family. Possibly it's so, because the name went like, down the line. Like, yeah, because it was a prominent like um, nobility family which is mm-hmm. why they had that connection to then that she had got to be queen, if not that long, because of everything else. So, Any royal biographers who are out there listening to our podcast, please get in touch. Yeah, we'd like to know, because there's all these other connections with different people, and they managed to find with, with Richard III when they found his body that a family member down the line to check with that. So, yeah, interesting mm-hmm. yeah, stuff. Yeah. That's a topic for another time. But that is a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, I could do a history podcast, but yeah, today we're talking love- about tea and yeah. gin. Yeah, well, we can. Um, So first things first, I can see uh, for those listening, although you're only hearing our voices, Sophie and I sit on a video call and I can see your face screwing up, as we would say in Scotland. Yeah, but I'm, I'm scrunching my face up going, I don't know if I'm going to like this. I brought, I'm going to try it like you have suggested without milk, but I have brought the milk up because I'm going to try it because I still haven't. I've held off. Yeah, It's quite dark. Right, I've got my little mug and I didn't infuse it that long and I can just smell it. So the tea itself, it's not one, if you don't like it strong, if you don't like these strong flavours, you've specifically chosen Lady Grey because you don't like these strong flavours, okay? If you've chosen Lady Grey, it's because you don't like these flavours. <laughs> just to be absolutely clear. Uh, it's an entirely marketing ploy. Uh, but if you don't like these flavours and you have bought a Lady Grey, the colour, it's got this kind of um, sort of amber colour. It's an orangey, amber yep. colour. Beautiful. I, um, as I say, it's got these citrus flavours. Bergamot itself is a citrus fruit, um, which a lot of people get confused because there's a garden plant called bergamot, which has this exact smell, but is not oh. a citrus. It's actually in the mint family. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. So it's got okay. beautiful amber colour and the smell is overpowering. It is. I, I've now tried some, and I think Craig was trying not to laugh because I just screwed my face up. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. Um, uh, this is one to drink without milk. And the reason I say that is because you've got lots of citrusy flavours. And if you put milk in it, it'll kind of take away a lot of that citrusy flavour. It'll make it slightly creamier and thicker and fuller, even if just with a splash of milk. Um, a, a lot of people drink it with a slice of lemon. 
I like okay. to drink it with a slice of lime. Ooh, yeah, because that's like, I'm going to try it with milk because the box said try it with a splash of milk and I don't really like it on its own. So I'm going to try <laughs> a tiny bit of milk. If this makes it worse, you know, then we can say definitely don't drink it with milk. And I think I'm like, I'm sc- personally, I think putting milk in it makes it kind of brings out a bitterness. I, I don't like it. You can milk. hear me chinking. Very chink, nice. Chink, chink. There you go. You can pick that up. Right. Um, Is it made it worse? Has the milk made it worse? This should be the new it's game. Not quite strong. Has the milk made it worse? <laughs> Has the milk curdled? <laughs> the milk's in date, it's fine. I think that's what I'm afraid of. You've got all these citrusy smells and then milk. I just have this kind of terrifying thought of it curdling. It's better. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Um, I know you didn't like the milk, but it kind of dulls because I drink tea usually except like green and fruit tea, like normal tea with milk. And this kind of kills the edge and that sharpness of the citrus so it makes it a lot more palatable for me certainly okay. that's interesting it's, it's interesting i guess the the fats of the milk kind of bind to the oils of the citrus and kind of control them a little bit yeah it actually makes it a bit creamier because i I bought mm-hmm. for some reason it's in vogue a chocolate orange at the moment and it reminds me more of that because you have the milk mm. from the chocolate with mm-hmm. orange and it's now quite nice with that actually yeah well, i actually you would uh, you, you, well, you might get half of it because I had to buy a hundred bags and that's a lot for me to drink. <laughs> it did not come in smaller. Twidings are like cashing in on this. They're like, you must buy a big box of a hundred bags of this. But um, I must apologize because yeah. I think I said in the last podcast, I will send you some tea bags and I completely forgot. That's okay. Our excuse, because um, this week we we had a lot of snow. So, um, you know, the post has been delayed by quite a bit. We had the most snow I've seen certainly up here since I've lived here because it went almost to my knee. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it was it was crazy. And then it suddenly just disappeared a couple of days ago. It yeah. suddenly went to eight degrees from like nothing. And um, it went. So that was the interesting story about the snow. <laughs> So how do you rate Lady Grey tea then? Are we doing like a cup scale, like with the gin or or the coffee? I'm just like interested, you know, you were apprehensive about it in the first place. And I just wonder if you would, if you were in a cafe and the only tea options they had were like Assam, which you don't. Oh, oh no, no, no. I also bought Assam last week ah, and I've been drinking Assam. Yes. So, you know, my mid mid morning tea, I drank Assam. So I also bought a box of Assam and I quite enjoyed that with milk. Um, not yeah. that much milk, but a splash of milk. That's but yeah, fine. Assam's now my morning tea. So I like have my wake up, not great coffee. Morning tea is now Assam. And I would maybe have Lady Grey with milk because there's an option as well, because I drink a lot of like, you know, general breakfast tea. English breakfast, whatever you call it, tea. And yeah. um, sometimes it's nice to have a change. And yeah, this is definitely an option. And the Assam I was enjoying. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad. Yeah, I forgot to tell you that I, I got Assam and I'm enjoying that. So yeah. And it's more interesting. The tea bags are two different shapes. The Assam's like round right. and I don't know. And then the Lady Grey's in like quite meshy kind of bag. I don't know if that affects it because of it or if you knew. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's, it's all to do with the size of the tea particles and also lady grey has got things mixed into it so it's got lemon peel and orange peel sometimes you'll get a lady grey that's also got corn flowers mixed through it they don't add any particular flavor they, they might add a slight straw straw flavor like a hay flavor but they don't really add that much flavor it's really just for the look of it so therefore you need to have sort of more open uh holes in the bag or if you know whatever just to allow it to 
diffuse a bit better or infuse or whatever the term is. Um, this one is, and I've mentioned it before about making tea cocktails. Yes. To try and be the link between the tea segment of our podcast and the alcohol segment of our podcast. And this I would love to have as like um, a Long Island tea. Ooh, that yeah. sounds good. I, I love think, Long Island iced tea because mm, it has that, well, it has a lot of alcohol in it and like usually you would put like Coke with it, but it has that citrusy edge. It's good yeah. to have a slice of orange in it and this actually might go quite well. You could take, yeah. yeah. I think we should try that at some point. That's on the list, definitely. We're we're waiting to do our cocktails when we can actually sit opposite one another and get absolutely. Uh, I'll not swear because I was warned against it, but you know, get absolutely <laughs> tipsy. <laughs> yeah, we 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 could. Um, yeah, I I I'll have to put the explicit button on the other one, but this one I can put clean. It's it's clean tea and clean speech. <laughs> hopefully but yeah it's good tea do you, do you like would say it's one of your favorites or no it's not by no. any stretch one of my favorites but you know i like a really hard punch in the face like i like my coffee i like a hard punch in the face with my tea as well and this is a bit flowery a bit you know uh citrusy afternoon when i think of it i think of georgian ladies sitting in frilly lacy dresses <laughs> eating cucumber sandwiches on the on the lawn in bath in like 1784 um not not the assam which to me is like indian lancers charging across the plains of delhi and it's just like tea whereas this is a bit like tea you <laughs> yeah i think i think that bit could be cut out or left in it's up to you but um it's been left <laughs> Because because I have editing rights to all of it. So if I find it funny, it gets left and people can enjoy it because it makes me laugh. I'm going to go it makes other people laugh. <laughs> I sometimes lose the plot and sometimes I don't realise I'm losing the plot. And other times it's like an out of body experience and I, I can see myself and I'm like, shut up. What are you even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I enjoy it. I should probably like do a little like, you know, an okay just to check you're okay or something because no one can see that we're seen like talking to each other and can see each other and you can kind of it's easier to gauge off each other when to speak when you see someone. It's very hard like on a phone call to tell otherwise and when to speak. So it's um well, that's a story for another day on how yeah. much percentage is each bit worth when people look like talk to each other. So that's like the third podcast idea we've had in this one podcast. <laughs> We have a lot, yeah. yeah. It depends if people want to listen, so we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, this is a good tea. Should we move to gin? I feel the yeah. tea's probably got a higher percentage this week because I have a gin and you said you don't have any other gin bar the Jaffa Cake gin at the moment. I haven't managed to get out. I have been snowed in um, and I haven't managed to get out, but I shall bring a gin next time. Okay, well, we'll have to decide on the gin next time i'm just trying to finish my tea before i move to the gin because i don't really want to mix them i wonder I don't what the flavor comes no i don't think i don't think that's gonna work i don't think that will work so um gin wise Actually, you know, as well, you know what i'm gonna do just while you do that um i'm gonna uh, i'm what? going to risk i've got a tiny wee bit of tea left i'm gonna risk putting the jaffa cake gin that we had in the other podcast into this tea it might go because it's got the citrusy orangeness might you could work. maybe add some milk. Oh, no, don't add milk to gin because I was thinking the milk would go with the chocolate because then you'd have like chocolatey orange ginny, not ginny lemon, ginny tea. <laughs> but yeah, I have, oh, I can just hear the pop 
is such a nice sound of Craig pouring the gin. So my gin is the gin from last episode that I said I would talk about, which I I got. And I was a bit sceptical of it at first, but I can tell you what it is. It is Bombay Bramble. So it's Bombay Sapphire, which I'm not a fan of, but this is Bombay Bramble Distilled Gin. And I thought I'd I'd talk a bit more about distilled gin this week because we have mentioned it before because we're talking about what you do with distilling. So distilling is a process that um, the the pure ethanol undergoes to then make gin. Um, They're saying it's very similar to with water treatment plants. It's like almost cleansing it to kind of get it. um, And then you infuse it with the flavours. So um, I'm trying to find it. I was trying to find because I could tell you, but I would waffle. So I was trying to find a good way to read. So um, I'll read and I'll kind of talk. So this, this distillation is a purification method commonly used to distill, create distilled water. Um, and like other, it's not like, yeah, this is quite boring. I'm going to try and jazz it up. Yeah, it's not a chemical reaction, but a separation process. There you go. Which the components of a liquid you do not want are removed from the parts you want to keep. It's pretty clever. Um, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So the process, which is why you get different methods of distill, like, pop the still you involves you heat the ethanol the liquid and it begins to vaporize and then you collect it and recondense it into a higher purity like the liquid so there's different methods there's like the pot one this is when i'm trying to remember because that isn't telling me you have like different usually copper pots in like a big vat thing and the the vapor goes up at different levels and you'll hit certain pots at each level and there's like a funnel to the side it's it's really hard to explain without imagining it and it will hit the cold pot and then go off to the side so different levels is the intensity of the the alcohol craig's nodding so hopefully he gets it and everyone else does when it hits it and kind of tips off and you can also get just a general uh, like a still where it's just a big funnel upwards with shoots off at the side rather than hitting the pots and it comes off at the different levels at the different alcohol percentage and purity. Is that I making see, sense, Craig? Yeah, it does to me. I've seen this, so it makes pure sense. And in fact, you've you've sort of uh, reinforced what the guide was telling me in a really better way um, because what he also said was that when they add uh, aromatics to a gin, depending on, I guess it's the oil and the weight of the oil and the aromatics, depends on which part they go out of that pot or that thing. Yeah, because yeah. it depends. It's when 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 you're like, it's, it's with steam, like when you vaporise something, depending on how heavy it is as a substance, it'll go off at a different level. Yeah. So that's why it kind of imparts at the different levels, at the different things to come down the chutes at the side. That's amazingly clever, isn't it? I mean, what, what person was sitting somewhere and thought, you know what? This is how we do this. I don't know, because you would have thought, I guess, people just heated stuff up. Because it's like, I always mm. thought, how did people think this is how you make a cake? Yeah. How did you put yeah. all these random ingredients together, like egg, flour, sugar, and make completely yeah. different substance? Like, we all know it, but when did we know? Yeah, like, yeah that amazes me. I, what always so, yeah. amazes me is, at what point did somebody latch onto a cacao and say, hey, actually, this is we can drink this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or make yogurt and cream because you have to leave yeah. it in butter. Why yeah. did you know that process? Because, you know, I could probably think, oh, we'll do that because they probably maybe thought because, like, um, humans breastfeed babies and so you're thinking, oh, this is the same with yeah. that. Yeah. But I don't know. It's very strange. Um, mm. Yeah, so the vapour goes up and um, stills and you can kind of, you can either put the flavours through it or you can distill them later, like, 
uh, one of my other favorite drinks will come to another point. It puts it, like infuses it later. It gets the rhubarb and puts it in afterwards to get right. the flavor. Okay. And it's what you do with slow gin. You already have the gin and then you put the slow berries in and let them steep. Um, but as we said, juniper's the main one for gin. And then you can put whatever other botanicals you want. And that's the flavors you get. So, yeah, that's kind of it's in a very short nutshell with that and the vapors because um, i don't want to bore people but it's interesting just while you mentioned it. slowberries there i opened my slow my homemade slow gin Ooh, and how was finally it? time to pour it uh, or to decant it and uh it was fantastic and my partner and i have oh. were having slow gasms all weekend oh yep you said you said <laughs> you'll have to I have to read the recipe um because i'm not going down it um, on that but yes you're not going down on that i thought this was a clean version of the show <laughs> that's not what i meant going down that road and instead i stopped talking and made it worse craig is just laughing his head off and has moved away from the mic because um i think i've just uh killed him with my uh <laughs> bad turn of phrase oh. i'm sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry it's gonna have the explicit box ticked yep, now. yeah we were we were doing so well <laughs> so well it's okay i don't think anyone under 18 or whatever or whatever's do not listen anyway. do, oh yeah listening maybe yeah yeah does anybody listen so, yeah remember we had a comment from one of our listeners <laughs> from our that, listener yeah that he enjoyed it so that's good so hopefully and i've got other people who are going to listen so we can hope because it's a bit longer than with the coffee yeah. so i think people are having the thing as one of those you would listen on the way to work, but no one's driving into work at the moment. So that kind of takes that away from it because that was kind of the idea. It's at a nice time if you've got your commute. So yeah, we will see. So tell us about the so, gin you're drinking. So this, like I said, is Bombay Bramble. I'm not a big fan of Bombay Sapphire. It was one of the like big distilled brands. Not going to go into it because yeah, you can look it up yourself. But this one's a Bramble. So it's infused with blackberries and raspberries. Mm. And it's actually really nice. You still get the juniper. And it's like, it looks slow berry colored, as you can yeah, see. Because like we were saying last week, it looks a bit like blood in a vial, um, but it's not. And it's just really nice. So it's got the London dry gin. Uh, we'll talk about that another another time about different varieties. But it's it says it's inspired by the modern classic gin cocktail, the Bramble. Not, yeah. not what you were saying. Created in 1984. It's so older than us. Um, this one, we're gonna well, we're gonna start doing like cocktail recipes. You serve long over ice with tonic, blah, no tonic, or add two parts Bombay Bramble to one part freshly squeezed lemon. Don't have any lemons, and a half part sugar syrup for a twist on the classic Bramble cocktail. Shake, pour over crushed ice, crushed ice, and garnish with fresh berries, or just drink neat because it's easier. <laughs> have but, you have you had years in the fridge or something to chill it or you're just drinking it at room temperature uh it's a room temperature but because it's been cold and it's in like a cabinet it's not that warm mm. although it has been sitting out here near my teeth so it probably is a bit warmer but it's not it actually feels quite cold when i kind of like touch mm. the glass and I've got like my gin glass, which kind of it's it's shaped to get the aromas to come out to how they kind of infuse up the glass. And it's by I bought it after a gin tour of another gin distillery nearby who we should try their gin and talk about because they're really good well, as I was, well. well. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So what's the shape? Because obviously I can see the glass, but others listening won't be able to see. It's kind of, it looks a bit like a squished vial. So it's got like a bulbous bottom, like round, and then it kind of tapers upwards, but then it kind of opens mm. at the top. So it looks a bit like a, 
it it's it fins off at the top more than a wine glass. It's almost like if you took the oh I don't know if people then know about it. if you took like a bigger red wine glass at the bottom and then took the top of a white wine glass and kind of squished them together mm-hmm. because a white mm-hmm. wine glass you want it a bit longer usually to let the flavors come up and then the red wine you want it to like touch more and kind of like to get the flavors coming out without going into like all of that. So yeah, it's quite nice. It's got it at the bottom so you can swirl it round and then how it tapers upwards, you can get like the, the aromas coming out of it as well. And you probably should put ice, maybe tonic in it, but I've not. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it just smells, it smells like gin, but you get that really strong brambly flavor. Like I love bramble mm-hmm. fruits and mm-hmm. it just smells really good. I, I'm excited when you finally get to try this and I was, skeptical because i wasn't sure but it's actually really good i'd really recommend it like it just tastes really and is good it, is it syrupy or is it um you know quite refreshing or it is quite syrupy mm-hmm. it has got a viscousiness that some gins mm-hmm. don't have because of the brambles because you're infusing them and they're quite a thick fruit really comparatively mm-hmm. to like just botanicals if you're just kind of putting it through and distilling yeah. it i think these must have been added later a for the color and b mm. because it's got that syrupiness from the berries yeah. so yeah it's, it, it, it kind of coats your mouth like the, the, the tea didn't really coat my mouth but this gin coats my mouth so mm. yeah it's quite nice anyway uh, yeah I mean, i'm happy when you get to try this because i think you'll like it yeah, especially those kind of bramble flavor yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully when we're safe and um, yeah, all is normal again, which might not be for a while, but you know, we've got tea and gin to keep us going. Exactly. How's your concoction of gin with the um, tea? Not a mixture to try at home. <laughs> and not recommend it. Okay. That's our non. So yeah, tea is good. Bombay Bramble's good. So Lady Grey Bombay Bramble, Lady Grey Milk. Lady Grey cup with gin, not so good. I think it's specifically Jaff cake gin because you've got that kind of weird chocolatey flavour that comes in. Which you actually, yeah. you might like, I'm not a big fan of chocolate orange. Um, so maybe that's... I remember you saying, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I found, what did I find? Oh, one of the like Easter chocolates that I like now in chocolate orange flavour. And then I found chocolate fingers you know, the ones with like the biscuit. Oh. Now I can get chocolate orange fingers. So I've eaten a pack of them in the last week. They were good. <laughs> yeah, Not all look- at the same time. I'd spread it out over like with this, my uh, mid-off, my mid-morning tea snack. You've got too much self-restraint. If I get chocolate fingers, I just sit and go, yeah, everyone says that. Like I, like people said, oh, it's all in the house. I was like, well, I'll just eat a bit and then go back to it. It's the same, I think, because otherwise yeah. eat it all at once and it's sad. So No, you just go to the shop and buy another one. <laughs> yeah, but it's really hard to get to the shop yeah. at the moment. So um, you have to kind of time. It's not really essential you've eaten a pack of chocolate you need to buy another one. <laughs> do you put your chocolate fingers in your mouth like they're your big saber-tooth fangs? Do you ever do that? Oh, like a walrus, yeah. yeah. I think we used to do that at school because when you, as soon as you said that, I had, a, <laughs> I had an image of M doing it. She's not going to be happy. But I remember something with her being like a walrus because we had a teacher who looked like a walrus. And yeah, <laughs> we, we did walrus impressions with those. So yeah, there, there, there is a memory there somewhere that has cropped up from there. So we definitely must have done. Are we playing the tea, is it a tea or is it a gin game tonight? We can. I was going to ask, do you want to try 
on me because yeah. I feel like you've already got your score. And I'm kind of worried now that if I don't get more than seven, then it's going to be bad. But I'm I'm happy to play if you want to find some. Yeah, then, um, I am doing it right I now. I don't know how well I'm going to do. So, yeah, I'm, I'm quite nervous, I have to say, but I will give it a go. Um, I've only had one kind of sip of gin, so we're good on that front. And I've enjoyed my tea because right. it's kind of tea time. I'm going right, to just. Ready? Uh, no, not quite. I'm just going to have to quickly do. I've got the list of tea there. I should have pre prepared this, but it only just occurred to me now. Um, I forgot to say to you before we started because I like, maybe Craig could try that and we'll have to come yeah. up with a different game for when it's just us weeks. We'll have to yeah, have a new <laughs> a game of something or another. I don't know. Tea gin, gin tea, gin cocktails. We could have a cocktails. I could do ones of cocktails and say if it's with gin or tea. You don't remember many tea cocktails. <laughs> that would be a really easy it game. Could be a, it, could, it could be gin or vodka cocktails. There you go. Which which spirit do you use for this cocktail? Okay, um, right. Yeah, that would work. Um, let's have a think. Okay, are you ready? Okay. Do, do, do. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to have to just, because I'm my memory is absolutely appalling, which is why I ramble on so much, because it's usually as a cover to allow me to then think about what was I actually saying. <laughs> So that's a little insight as well. Okay. Um, question. Uh, so number one. Dun, 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 dun. I'm, I'm doing the music because I know I'm going to have to edit the music over the top. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kanyama. Tea? Sorry, that's a gin. Oh. Um, Uji Sencha. Tea? That is a tea. Okay. Are you keeping uh, score? I am keeping score. I have to. I would never remember otherwise. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Are you ready for the next one? I am. I'm, I'm sitting here waiting. <laughs> it's quite hard to do this. Well done on you doing this. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I had, I had the list and I just kept looking and I tried to, like, you know, jazz it up a bit. Hembrimi. Okay. Hembrimi. A gin? Oh, well done. Yes, that is a gin. I know it sounded ginny. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean it's nearly as patronizing there. Oh, well done. I can't Thank, believe it. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Jinzu. I'm going to say tea because that's too obvious. You should have gone with the obvious. You're wrong. It's a gin. Boo. Um, <laughs> uh, Manguin. Tea? No, that's also a gin. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> You're picking hard uh, ones. I feel the ones I had were easier than this. They were only easy to me because I, I kind of understood the language a wee bit. Okay, 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 okay. Here's one Panaria. Tea. By the price of elimination, no. I'm just going to keep saying tea. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yerba mate. Tea. Yes, it's a tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tea. It's a tea from South America. Um, okay. Um, Ching Yang. Tea? Correct, that's tea. Apologies on the Sounded pronunciation. Sounded Chinese. Yeah. Um, 
Rocklet, Rockelt, or Rochelt. Gin? That is a gin. And Yay. finally, uh, I don't know if I've said this already, Tisane. Tea? It's a tea. It is a herbal tea. Okay, so you got... So you got to be seven out of ten. Like, M and I both got seven out of ten, didn't we? Yeah, I've, I got at least two or three wrong. I have not beat that. You're going to be very cross. I got six, didn't I? Because I'm sure I got four wrong. I was like counting <laughs> in my head. You got six. It's well, hard. It is hard. Like, and I thought at one point when you were going to say, I could hear your um, we we play D and D. I could hear your D and D character in my head. Brandon <laughs> going, rah, rah, rah. but yeah, that's beside the point. Um, well, you know, I got over half. You I, did. I, yeah. You're still yeah. well, we, the, the worst of the three people who have played. Thanks. Thanks. That makes me feel so know, much better. I know how much that'll irritate you. <laughs> yeah, I've got gin. It's fine. But we'll have to redo it. I, I, I could actually redo it and pick different ones for you. We could have like yeah. our own leaderboard and everyone else's leaderboard. Well, we could maybe do something like, is it a gin or is it a whiskey? Or is it a whiskey or is it a vodka? Is it a cocktail or is it a made up thing? We could. We could make some up, but that would take some planning. And I don't think either of us have that. <laughs> planning is not a strong point in our, social, in our private social lives. Work life, no, no. perfectly great. At home, terrible. <laughs> uh, I, sh- I really want to, which I really think's bad. I want to end our podcast on that note. <laughs> which I think is really good because of it but I also don't know if it's copyrighted but I can use it because I don't care <laughs> yeah do it do it okay Perfect. on that disappointing note for me at least <laughs> we'll end we'll end the podcast <laughs> thank you very much for listening um I have well we, we will have a guest next time for you to listen to um any last words Craig before we leave all these lovely people um no okay goodbye (laughs) (laughs) goodbye (laughs) hang on I have to stop it